Hey, welcome back to Dr. Me First, a podcast all about authentic conversations between female physicians. And you know what? I've had a couple male listeners here recently reach out to me and tell me that they are loving the podcast. I am so glad and thank you so much if you are of the XY chromosome and you have decided to tune in to Dr. Me first. I know I've had several inquiries on whether or not I'm going to let our male counterparts onto the podcast and I'm thinking super seriously hard about it. So if you're a male and you're a physician and you're listening to this, shoot me an email. Let me know you're listening because that makes me so super excited. But anyway, I am your super sassy host, Dr. Aaron Wiseman. I always say that I'm your colleague in medicine because I truly am, but I'm also your coach in life. Aren't you so glad that you have a life coach now? Because I bring you encouragement, inspiration, hope, and fun to your life and your practice each time we meet together here on Dr. Me First. So I hope that you know through my conversations that I'm having with other female colleagues that you realize you are not alone in medicine. This is a community of truth-speaking, life-saving, and fierce females who want to support and lift each other up. Well, I'm so excited to bring you episode number 49 today. And in today's episode, I talk with Dr. Ginny Labonte. Let me tell you about this. So I found Dr. Ginny on Facebook. I was just Googling physician life coaches just to see who else was out there because I was kind of feeling alone in the physician life coaching world. And lo and behold, I came across her page, Living Your Best Life with Ginny Labonte, MD. I messaged her and then... We had this wonderful conversation here that I've recorded for you guys. Her word today is opportunities. She doesn't just speak of opportunities. She shares a lot of great stories from her own life about how her middle name used to be guilt and now it's badass. How she used to be stuck in a power walking mode and that has changed. And then she also shares some great stories about some marbles. So I hope that you enjoy our conversation and don't forget afterwards, stick around for that kick of encouragement. I know you'll enjoy it. All right, here we go. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Wiseman. Today my guest is Dr. Jenny Labonte and she is going to tell you guys all about herself. All right, Dr. Jenny, have at it. Hey Erin, it's great to talk to you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, Let me start on a personal side. I guess um, I live in Worcester, Massachusetts, which is right in the center, the heart of Massachusetts. And I have been married to my college sweetheart for 22 years and we have four kids together and one little known fact about me is that I have a set of triplets we um we had them back 14 years ago and so they're getting to be teenagers now and we were brave enough to have another one after that so we've got a 10 year old and (laughs) so life has been just all sorts of fun and on a personal or on a um, on a professional side we I have been uh, board certified in family medicine for about 20 years now and so I've been balancing working about three and a half days a week on an outpatient family medicine office and um, I'm on my days off juggling uh, doing volunteer work at school and all sorts of crazy things that we moms do juggling the the balance there so 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great. How is that having a three 14 year old? Oh my God. That's mm. like so many hormones in one place. It's a lot of hormones, right? A lot of, a lot of changes happening in their world. And I have to say, like, I think I like it better than when they were infants. That was like a really difficult time, just a really challenging time of our lives. So I think at least now they're much more independent and they can do things for themselves. And, and I'm actually, you know, going into a phase of my life where I'm able to pursue some other interests on the side. And it's not all about like feeding, burping, changing diapers. Yeah. So like keeping that's a people alive. Yes. Yeah. Pretty Absolutely. Much. Yeah. Well, great. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, your word today is opportunities. Tell me why you picked this one. Oh. Well, I think that most people who know me tend to describe me as a really, really upbeat and um, optimistic kind of gal. And I don't know, as I was preparing for this podcast, the word opportunities just like it just came at me really strongly. And I, I started to think about why was that? Like, what does that word mean to me? And um I think a lot of it has to do with some of the transformation and changes that have occurred in my life over the past two and some of the things that I've been doing on the side. Um, and, you know, just learning how to say yes to certain opportunities and also learning how to uh, say no to other opportunities so that we're finding balance. And um, yeah, that's been a skill that I've been honing lately. Been yeah, really important. Really, I mean, every single day there are opportunities to go in a totally different direction of the day, um, direction in our lives. Like, even like as we're taking care of people, you know, there's so many opportunities that we can kind of direct that that course. And so I yeah. love how you put it about you know the intentionally saying yes, and then the intentionally like being like, no, nope, not for me, not this time. That's right. And also letting that go without any guilt. I used to say that uh, my middle name was guilt. And for a long time, I think I would, um, as a mom, I would be so busy, you know, watching my kids do their thing. And, and I was um, making lots of opportunities for them happen. And I was maybe watching from the sidelines. And if I decided that I was going to do something for myself, there was a lot of guilt that I was trying to get over and, and allow myself to do it, you know, without feeling bad about either taking time away or taking money or whatever it was going to involve. And so I think through just a lot of inner work and learning to say yes to certain opportunities and things that would just um, lead to personal uh, growth, satisfaction, health, wellness, what have you, that allows me to be a better mom. So in the end, I'm, I'm really, uh, it's benefiting everybody when, when we say yes to certain opportunities. And also, like you said, when, when we can um, not commit to things that really don't have that much meaning for us, then that opens us up for, you know, space to take on things that really light us up. So you got rid of the middle name of guilt, right? Mm-hmm. How when did you do that or how long ago was it? Oh gosh. I think that's a process, but um I think it it began a lot 
for me when I was going through, uh, I went through training as a life coach and health coach. And, and during that, there was a lot of exercises that just helped to really allow you to um, say yes to yourself in certain ways and realize that maybe that guilt was serving a purpose at one point. Like there is some positive intention behind that. Like maybe you're just trying to make sure that all the kids are getting what they need, or maybe you're, you're trying to make sure that, you know, everybody's taken care of, but then there's times when those things can also become dysfunctional and might prevent you from fully living out, you know, your, your full potential. So yes. So letting go of that guilt, allowing oneself to go ahead and move forward past that, I think can be really freeing. Have you given yourself a new middle name? Ooh, how about badass? Yeah. You know, I love, <laughs> love that word. word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and why would you say badass? What have you done to like claim that title? Oh yeah. I don't know. I think just living large, you know, living a little bit, um, more the life of my dreams and just thinking about um, who is it that I really want to become and who, you know, how do I want to model that for my kids? How do I want to show up every day in my office and my job and as a colleague and as a wife? And so, um, you know, I, I don't know, that word badass just kind of embodies a lot of like, I think a woman who's just taking charge and feeling good about it and being a little bit sassy, right? Mm-hmm. And just um, taking on the world in, in a way that, it, you know, just acknowledging, yes, there's fears, but moving past those fears and into, you know, a world of unknown but that can be very exciting. Yeah, I think exactly. When I think badass, I think the exact same things of, of like a woman who is just unapologetically herself. And, you know, like when you said about the fear, it's not about the fear disappearing and then you become a badass. It's like taking the fear along and being like, come on, I know you're there. Get out of the closet. Stop hiding. Stop trying to trick me and hanging out in my head. Like you're there. I acknowledge you. Now let's go. Courage. You're on the other side. Here we go. (laughs) Exactly. Well, tell me more about what you're doing, the coaching and that sort of stuff. If I can give it some perspective and let you know, how did I get to that point? Like, what was the background? Because I think as I already set the tone for how life started off with the triplets and and then, you know, another one four years later, I would say that I had gotten into a lifestyle of just being super, super busy. And I think a lot of us women physicians can relate to that where you're wearing many hats, you're juggling so many balls. But for me, I think initially when I went through med school and residency, um, I was really honing certain skills. And those were like worker bee skills. And, you know, you work 90 hours a week and you don't complain and you live on very little sleep. And, you know, somehow self-sacrifice was a very noble thing. and. I remember very clearly my preceptors modeled that, that that you were sacrificing, but it was for, you know, somebody else's better good and that that would be 
a very noble thing. And so as I went along through residency and um, and beyond, I think I became very good at multitasking, being really efficient, doing a thousand things at once. And then when the when the triplets were born, that just amplified to a whole nother level because the the skill set of trying to feed and bathe and you know take care of three babies at once really i guess it, it honed a certain quality in me of being like super mom extraordinaire you know like i was planning and you always had to stay one step ahead of them or else all chaos would break loose so i think as the years went by I became this, um, I, I call it, I was power walking through life. And I just became somebody who just was always on the go and never really took time to take a break, sit down, take a breather. I think if I had a moment with, let's say my mom and she came over to talk, I would find myself like, well, maybe I'll unload the dishwasher while we talk. Folding clothes, right? you know, wiping exactly. something down. Like that's right. It like wasn't there was just never to be. There wasn't enough to be. There was never a, a moment to waste. We had to get a few things done at once. And um, so I became very good at that. But I think over time, that leads to exhaustion and. I'm not going to use the word burnout because I was never quite to a point professionally or in my home where I was burned out, but, but a certain level of exhaustion, dissatisfaction, and uh, what was ridiculous was I, I got to a point where I actually went to my own doctor and I said, you know, I, I'm really tired and I think you should check some labs on me. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> And, and really what it boiled down to was that I just really wasn't sleeping long enough at night. I was really happy to exist on like five and a half, six hours of sleep every night. And then I wondered why I was tired. So, um, so as I moved through life and I became interested in um, a little bit of self-discovery, I started listening to podcasts, started to do a little more personal growth, I began to investigate some of these things that were going on in my life and reflect on, is this how I really want to be? And um, when I went and pursued the opportunity of health and life coaching, I really then began to dig deep and learn about how my habits were affecting everything. And the way that I approached one thing was the way I was approaching everything. So, yeah, there was a lot of self-reflection on what needed to change in order to slow down and really start to just enjoy the quality of the moment and be with the people that I'm with and enjoy them and just smell the roses along the way. And that for me, that really equaled a, a better quality existence. And it was interesting as my kids were uh, preparing for high school, there was this pivotal moment where the parents were asked to come to a meeting at the school and the, the principal stood up and he was talking about um, uh, some of the things that we had to do to get them ready for high school. And he shared a personal story 
about his own kids. And when his own son was getting ready for high school, he pulled out a jar full of marbles. And there was enough marbles in there that represented one day that he had left with his son before he left for college. And so the, the principal had passed out marbles to each of the parents as they had come into this, um, this lecture. And it really hit me hard. Like I was really feeling the, the magnitude of how many days I had left with my kids before they left for college. And that was one of my main motivating factors for why I started to make some changes. And I still have that marble. It's really important to me. And so I've been, uh, I've been thinking about how I can role model for my kids and be the mom that I want to be, be the doctor that I want to be. Yeah. So, so that has really been part of how I became a health coach, but it's also now a little bit more about who I am and the message that I'm giving as a health and life coach to other people. Yeah. So you went from a power walker to a marble lover. I love it. <laughs> you know, because I mean, how many times do we wish that our kids would just go to bed or we just want to get through this day or oh, yeah. into the weekend? And I think that's what's been so transformational for me. Like, even though we're surrounded by disease and death and dying, like how many times we are wishing our own days away. And it's so phenomenal. I know that just early in my career, my burnout was a, a curse, but it was also a blessing because now to me, every day forward, I get to cherish that marble. Yes. I love the thought of that. Like I can completely relate to what you said about wishing your kids would go to bed or there's so many times when I would find myself at home on my computer trying to finish my work at the end of the day. And then I'd have my kids, especially my youngest, he's still at an age where he's, he's very needy. He doesn't reject me like the teenagers do. <laughs> and he would, um, he would say like, mom, you know, I, I need you or I want you to read to me. And I would remember feeling like, oh, you know, just let me finish this one last task. And being able to shift away from that and say like, okay, I'm going to have a time and a place where I do my, I call it my power hour, where I get the work done. I just power through it and then put it away and have a, a container for it, so to speak. And then like undivided attention to my kids and let them have all that they need from me. That feels much better than, like you said, like wishing them away and wishing them to bed because we'll blink and then they'll be gone. And the same thing with our marriages, right? Like I, I've been talking a lot about my kids, but um, I want to make sure that I'm intentional and showing up and not just ignoring my husband because I'm so busy, 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 but then I'm carving out time for actual like meaningful conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, like every, and I think about going back to your word with opportunities, like I really think that is so fitting that you picked this for a conversation because as you're talking about, like when we just put our head down, those opportunities just fly past us. But if we like actually stop and like catch them on our net, like, it's such a beautiful thing. I'll give you for instance in my life. So we are total like Mario Nintendo geeks at my house. I'll be honest. I love it just as much as my kids. And last night 
I had had a big trip up to Indianapolis and I actually got out of the meeting early. So I got home about five 30 and they were, they were doing dinner and I was like, all the homework was done. My husband did a great job, like setting up our evening time. And I was like, let's play Nintendo guys. And you know, like just taking that opportunity instead of being like, well, go play by yourselves or, you know what I mean? Like to be like, no, let's do something together when they asked and being like, yeah, I've got about two hours worth of work to do, but you know, we'll put that in power hour and put that later. And like taking that little opportunity, that little gem of time, they talked about it even this morning when they got up, they're like, mom, you were so good. And we almost beat you. And, you know, and talking about all the little Mario characters that that is what life is about. It, mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's not about that big degree on the wall back there. It's not about, you know, at the end, what's the number in my 401k. I mean, those are nice things, but at the end, I hope my kids stand up at my funeral and they talk about my good Mario skills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For me right now, it's my son. He loves to have, like, time to read. The two of us, we read out loud. And even though he's old enough to, like, completely read to himself, he still likes it when I read to him. So we're, like, reading How to Train Your Dragon. And we're playing Uno and, and things like that. And it just are truly quality time that he totally needs right now. That's and amazing. You know, someday he'll be a teenager and he'll want to ignore me and he'll put his headphones on and, and just be like, whatever, mom, and go close the door. But for right now, this little guy needs me. And so I'm going to try to give him what he needs. Well, and I think, too, that gives them a f foundation to come back to. You know, like, mm -hmm. I feel like we've all kind of had to do that in our journey at some point or another and go back to the things and those memories that we really cherish. And I, my dad was a big reader to us. And I remember through some of my recovering through burnout, I went back and I reread those books that my dad read to me and relived those memories. And so I, I think if we think about it as like setting the foundation and yeah, it's going to be their job to build whatever is on top of it, but they get to go back down and see those little handprints, you know, that you put in the concrete at the very beginning. So I think that's so special. Well, if any of my listeners are like, oh my God, she gets me. I need to check out more about Jenny and I need her life coaching or I just need her in my life. Where can they go to find you? All right. So right now I'm doing a series on my Facebook page. So if you check out uh, live your best life with Jenny Labonte MD, I have a Facebook page and I've been doing a 10 week series where I've been basically um, talking about issues that matter mostly to doctors, but can be pretty much generalized to anybody. Um, just sort of little tips and uh, some magic about thinking about ways to just live more fully, um, to sort of leave some of the, I'm going to use the word crap behind because we all have that with work, and to really just help to focus and shift our mindset just a little bit onto what really matters most. And so, um, all sorts of topics are coming up on that. Everything from today, I just did a talk on meditation. Um, one week I talked about um, mindful eating as a big one for me. Uh, and so then I'm also, I have a, a website where I do, um, people can find out information about one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So if you go to JennyLabonteMD.com, you can check that out. I have a 90-day program where I work with 
people one-on-one um, virtually over the phone or, or over video chat. And um, we kind of just help to get people out of that hamster wheel mentality and areas of dissatisfaction and move to just living life with a little bit more ease and grace and a little more satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll put all of that in the show notes so everybody can go find it out. And I'm just so excited to keep connected with you and hear more and more about what you're doing and the people you're serving and how just together we can just bind arms and we can all be a little bit more satisfied in life. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate it, Erin. Can you see why I'm so excited to have Jenny as a new life coach friend? She's absolutely amazing. And I love hearing her stories because it's the power of stories that when you hear somebody else's, you see your own reflected back, uh, maybe in a new light or with some new validation. I can totally relate to how she was talking about power walking through life. I know that was me 100%. I was trying to get from point A to point B as fast and efficiently as absolutely possible and losing the whole point of the journey, which is to look around and to have the experience. So thank you so much, Jenny, for coming on and sharing about your personal story, your transformation, and what you're doing as a life coach now. All right, so here is your kick of encouragement today, guys. Seriously, there is a fit for you in the world. Maybe you're not in it right now. Maybe every single day is a struggle. This is for you, friend. I want to tell you that there is a place for your gifts, for your talent, for your knowledge, for your personality type. There is one in the world. And if you're not living in it today, it's okay. But there are plenty of opportunities for you to move and shift and find that fit. Because... If you're feeling that way, like, oh my God, I can't do this another day, or it just doesn't feel right, or you know it's time to move on, that is your body, that is the world, that is your experience saying, all right, buckle up, it's time to move. Now, a lot of times we will dig our heels in and be like, nope, this is what I signed up for, this is what I'm going to keep doing, or we start making up these thoughts like, well, I can't change. I'm X amount of dollars in debt, or we just bought this new home, or I'm pregnant, or we just had a new baby, or we just got a new grandbaby, on and on and on. Well, let me tell you, even with those changes, you can find a better fit. You are not a failure for changing. Isn't that what they always say? The only thing sure in life is death, change, and taxes. I mean, seriously, come on, I may have added the change part. But still, it is a constant in our life. Things are always changing. And it's so great to hear Jenny's word about opportunities because there really are so many around us when we actually take the time and stop and ask, you know, what else? What else is there? Is it going to be super clear? Nope. Because if opportunities were super clear all the time, why would you need a life coach to help figure it out, right? But it's encouraging to know that it's there. Are taking these opportunities going to be hard? Abso-freaking-lutely. It is going to be hard, but it's not going to be impossible. Is making these changes worth it? Yes, totally. 
And are these opportunities and changes impossible? Again, hail to the no. It's not impossible. And you can do it. I believe in you. I know that you can make these changes even without the guidance of a coach or a mentor. But let me tell you, it makes it so much easier when you have somebody else to talk to. So if Jenny touched your soul today, reach out to her. If you've been listening for me for a while, I would love to have a two-way conversation with you instead of you just hearing me all the time. So sign up for a colleague to colleague call. Because remember, seriously, as long as you have breath in your lungs and a pulse, you have opportunities. You have the chance to change. And I know you can do that. All right, guys, it's been great talking with you today. I'm so excited to be on episode 49. I can't wait for episode 50. It's going to be a bomb and you'll just have to tune in and listen to it. So remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye. Love you.